The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. Welcome to the Pit Life Barbecue Podcast. Join us around the pit as we talk all things barbecue. Now here is your host, Johnny Mags. What's up, everybody? <clears throat> Coming to you live from the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe in Salem, New Hampshire. Welcome to another episode of the Pit Life Barbecue Podcast. I'm Johnny Mags. Yeah? Oh, you don't sound like Chrissy. No. <laughs> Hi, Ed. People may remember me from the, the past. Uh, Chrissy got called away to Australia, yeah. so I am filling in today. Good to have you, brother. How you been? Excellent. Yeah. And I, I've been really excited to follow the progress of your smoker. <laughs> I've been keeping an eye on you. Oh, she's a thing of beauty. Thing of beauty. I love the color, too. Mom's favorite color. Uh-huh. So, you know, Claudia made sure of that. She goes, I don't care what you, what, what you painted as long as it's a shade of purple. <laughs> so he went to that, that uh, the 70s Dodge, 70s Ooh, Mopar, the plum yeah. crazy purple. Plum crazy. That's a yeah. good color. Yeah. It means it's a fast smoker then, right? Oh, it's, <laughs> I'll put it this way. It's effortless. That's for sure. That's nice. That's for sure. What's up, Dutch Junior? What's happening, Chapin? Gray, what's going on? Oh, we got a great episode. I'm excited today. So let's get right into this. Today's episode is brought to you by Uncle Steve Shake. You ever wonder why you, when your neighbor's having a barbecue, there's a line of people waiting to get into the, his backyard, but when you have a barbecue, nobody's coming? It's because your neighbor is using Uncle Steve Shake, and you're not. Uncle Steve has an incredible line of 12 amazing flavors, including the competition line, the dessert shake, which is absolutely heavenly. He uses the freshest of ingredients in all his batches and always fresh, great customer service. He is the one who answers the phone if you call, or he will actually reach out to you if he has any questions on any of your orders. So check him out at UncleSteve'sShake.com and check out his Facebook group, Uncle Steve's Shake Nation. Uncle Steve Shake shakes them on everything. Also brought to you by Two Guys Smoke Shop and TwoGuysCigars.com. Whether I'm barbecuing or not, I always keep the smoke rolling thanks to my friends at TwoGuysCigars.com. Today I am smoking the Artista Paperboy. $3 cigar? Seriously? $3, $3, $3 cigar. They come in packs of eight wrapped in newspaper, hence the name. Hence the name. For about $24. This reminds me of the um, the 724 Dog Walker. Exactly. It's almost exactly the same size. Yeah. So it, it's a great dog walking cigar or wintertime when it's cold outside yep. and you can't spend a lot of outdoor time. Yeah. This is, this is great. This is great. But thanks to my friends at TwoGuysCigars.com, I get to smoke some of the best cigars in the world, and so can you. Just visit TwoGuysCigars.com for your perfect barbecue companion. That's the number two, GuysCigars.com. Also brought to you by Backline Smokers, Backline Fabrication. <clears throat> All I can say is Ryan has outdone himself. 
I did a giant cook on Sunday. Pork butt, leg of lamb, top rounds, whole chickens. One of everything. One of everything. (laughs) And it was absolutely effortless. The temperature stays great. Drops very minimal working on it once you got it dialed in. But Ryan builds incredible one of pits right out of Austin, Texas. Beautiful looking, too. Uh, Mind functional. It's gorgeous. Functional, gorgeous. You know, we had conversations through the past, and he added these little things that I would, hey, you might, you know, update it this way or change this a little bit or this would be a great idea. And then he just added stuff (laughs) like the grill, the rotisserie, all that stuff. But check him out at Backline Fabrication. And backline smokers on all social medias. Backline fabrication, build what you want, not what you need. Also brought to you by Magna Chef Gloves. Our brother Alan Fonte knows a little something about fire management, seeing he's a Miami Dade firefighter. Mm. He has came with these gloves a few years back. The original Magna Chef, unbelievable gloves. Food-grade silicone, patented magnetic clips for an easy on and off. Right back in. Heat rated up to 500 degrees. The web fit for a firm grip. One size fits all. Dishwasher safe. But he did not stop there. Obviously, you got your wrists covered, but your forearms. Ah, yeah. So here comes... The Freedom Gloves. Same as the Magna Chef, magnetic clip, but these are your traditional five-finger neoprene gloves. Ah, right. You know, so if you have that instead of the, you know, the Dr. Spock web fit, you got the five fingers, but you have the extra long gauntlet to protect the forearms. And these heat-rated 932 Degrees. That's a lot of degrees. When we were in Austin, we had both these and the Magna Chefs holding the charcoal basket with a rip-roaring fire in it. Nice. Not a flinch. Not a flinch. Absolutely fantastic. So check them out at magnachef.com, and at checkout, use code ROYAL21 for 15% off your order that's Royal 21 for 15% off your order. Magna Chef Gloves, Master of Fire, Freedom Gloves, Take a Stand, Free Your Hands. Also brought to you by Custom Cutting Boards, RS.com. Uh, my brother Ian Hemming is building what I consider the Yeti of cutting boards. These boards take an absolute beating. Incredible. I, I've got the dishwasher one, yep. and I use this, it all the time in my kitchen. Yeah, same here, which is the dishwasher board is your standard countertop board. Then he has the absolute massive brisket board, 18 by 36 inches. <laughs> and then the new pizza board for that perfect slice every time. Check them out at customcuttingboardsrus.com. That is the letter R. Us.com. 
So I'm excited today with our dear friend, Mr. Jonathan Carney oh, yeah. from La Florida Minicana Cigars, had, uh, had spoken very highly of this company. And, you know, Jonathan lives part-time down in Miami. Yeah. And then when he spends the time up here in New England. But uh, he has a go-to shop down there for all his meats, he said. It was this shop he found called Meat and Bone. Huh. A few weeks ago, I received an email from Ooh. said company and went, oh, I know you. And I know of your <laughs> I pictures know you. and your props. <laughs> I already felt like we've been friends for years after how <laughs> Jonathan talked to him. So I'm wonderfully excited to be joined by co-owner of Meat and Bone, Mr. Gabriel Urata. What's up, brother? Hey, Johnny. Thank you for having me, man. Oh, man. Awesome. It, it was a, it's a pleasure. Thank you guys for reaching out. I was, I was excited. I'm like, oh, this is great. This will be great. I got so many questions. <laughs> <laughs> so first, well, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was gonna say I, I think uh, you know it's funny how the connection was made with 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 Carney. He's, he's a great friend, uh, and I am a big fan of the brand. I smoke I, I smoke a lot of the cigars, so happy to be with you here as well. Awesome, awesome, awesome. So Gabriel, first off, tell us a little about you and how you came into creating Meat and Bone. Uh. So the first thing is, why the hell are we doing this out of Miami, right? <laughs> so it was, it was originally because me and my two best friends, uh, we had gone out to college, worked outside of Miami. We were raised here. But when we came back, uh, there was absolutely no real quality as far as meat and beef goes. So um, we found ourselves in a, in a position where we're like, you know, we should do this, right? We should research and we should find really good stuff that we can get here uh, right before moving back to Miami, I was staying in New York and, and you really can go anywhere in Jersey or, or New York and, and get anything um, out of any butcher shop. and just, just phenomenal stuff that you wouldn't be able to find in Miami. So we sat down and decided to draft a business plan and we said, look, we should do this. Let's try to do it online. Um, we basically took our own money uh, and we started doing deliveries in the Miami area. A few months later, we were like, oh shit, we're, we're onto something here. Uh, so we, we expanded, we started doing, um, shipping and we expanded our lineup. So, uh, funny, funny, funny thing about it. Um, my two partners and best friends, uh, one, uh, is, is the finance guy. So he's the one that runs the strategy and the numbers. The other one went, went to culinary school. So he's the one that really helps us figure out the sourcing, the quality and, and, and the consistency. Right. And I'm a computer scientist. Uh, I, I like to eat. <laughs> so I was, I was sort of the, the, the one, the one part where, you know, scaling our business and, and making sure that we online, we could provide, a, a, an experience that customers can connect. And, and, and one of the things that I think it's, it's key is the fact that if you ever buy meats online, you might be looking at a picture of a, of a ribeye. And by the time that you get it, it looks very different. Packaging is, you know, Eight out of ten can be very shitty. That's a reality. So we went, we went, we went for making that right. We said, look, you know, we're gonna take pictures that are humane, pictures that people can say and can look at and say, okay, that looks like a ribeye. Mm -hmm. And by the time they get it, it's probably even better than the picture that they saw. Um, we're not using stock pictures. We're using our own stuff uh, from our own products. 
So, you know, it's been, it's been a wild ride. We've had a lot of fun, uh, but we do ship all over the nation. Um, we've had a, an amazing client base, uh, an, an incredible lineup. We sell, an, we sell more than 25 different types of ribeye. Um, we sell suckling pigs. Uh, we started importing suckling pigs from Spain. Uh, we import uh, ribs from Spain. So if you're, into, if you're into smoking ribs, you can actually get Iberico pork ribs from us. Um, we dry age, and our dry age program is amazing. Um, Garni is actually a huge fan of our dry age. Yeah. And, uh, but two years ago, we started doing experiments with spirits. So we actually have a ribeye that we dry age and infuse with rum um, mm. for periods of 60 days. Oh, it is wow. fire, brother. Amazing. Yeah. So, you know, the, the kind of stuff that you're going to find at Meat and Bone is, is that, you know, an extensive lineup of, of just really, really amazing stuff that most likely was not available for um, to consumers, uh, yeah. but maybe to, like very high-end restaurants. Um, or if you find them, uh, you know, the, pro the, the provider might lock you down to buy a minimum or something that's not properly butcher but like, the whole pieces of things we actually cut that down into steaks we vacuum seal everything um and the idea behind it is you get something amazing easy to easy to you know i don't want to say cook but at least easy for you to manage um and have fun with it oh that that's awesome yeah because looking you know all, first off your your social media presence on you know face, between facebook and instagram is incredible the, the the pictures of the prepared meats, it you know, it it matches the quality of the the pictures match the quality of the meats that you're selling, hundred hundred percent on that. Yeah. And if you know if you go onto your website, you know obviously you can see what you guys have, and it is you know a real easy website to. To travel, you know, it's broken down beef, chick, poultry, fish, you know, all that. But it, each one has a beautiful picture of of the of the product. So a ribeye, you know, it's just not just like any other website you would might go to, and it shows a picture of a ribeye steak. No, you guys have the, the the nice, beautiful wood background that it's sitting on, and you know a couple little things into to to liven up the picture. So it really brings the 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 color of the ribeye. Even the even the marbling stands out in the pictures. So whoever's doing your photos, you know, hats off, kudos to them because it is fantastic, and. What I also liked on it is, so with meat these days, it's all about the ratings or certifications, right. you know, be it, you know, prime, choice, select, you know, Wagyu, and then you get into the Wagyu and you get all the the alphabet and numbers <laughs> thrown at you, the, the A5, the A9, this, that, you know, and you guys have that also of, you know, if it's a Wagyu brand, it says, you know, Wagyu right there. But you also have someone I found very interesting. You have, you show, you tell the BMS scale, which is the beef marbling scale and the numbers there. You know, what led you guys down that road to, 
to incorporate yeah. that for for each cut you have? So so that's that's actually the best question I've had in a while. Um, the reality is um, when we started digging into Wagyu, for example, and, and this is where us as customers can sometimes be screwed up um, because it's it's to be honest, it's just a word. It's used to it's used to represent or or, or to reference to the Japanese cows that yield a higher marbling that you can find on Western cows like Hereford and, and, and even like Holsteins, which is a dairy cow. And the reality behind it is there's, there's different levels of what Wagyu really is. It comes down to best practices, um, the, the lineage and the heritage of the, of, of, of the cow and how they're being taken care of. Even the altitude will play a will play a factor on, on on what sort of quality you'll get from from a from a wagyu cow. So wagyu means Japanese cow. It's it's a literal um, Japanese word for it, and the BMS stands for beef marbling score. So basically, you have you have a the U.S. rating system goes from USDA Select all the way to USDA Prime, right? Essentially, what, what, what happens is the, U, the USDA auditor comes into, into the farm or the processing plant, and then they basically give a grading based on, I believe it's, it's the 12th rib on the ribeye. They basically take that out and they say, well, this has a marbling score of, of X, Y, and C. And they also, they, they only say, this is going to be, you know, USDA choice, um, and then this is going to be USDA prime. However, if you go into details, there's different levels of USDA choice and USDA prime. Uh, so there, there, there are places where you can find high, high grade choice, which is marbled beautifully, almost like like prime. Um, but yes, it, it was considered to be USDA um, choice. With Wagyu, it's a little bit different because the USDA does not regulate Wagyu, and we do have um, Wagyu cows in America. Um, there are farms in Colorado, Texas, and Nebraska that are raising this cattle for for years. Um, there's, there's, there's a backstory to this. In the 90s, about 270 cows left Japan into the U.S., and that's where that lineage comes in. And you, you can get pretty high um, marbling scores on these domestic um, cows, but usually the higher or the highest marbling scores comes, comes from farms in Japan. So Japan, the grading system goes from A1 all the way to A5. So that's when you were referring to like, hey, you know, you guys have like A5 and all this. Basically, the highest of the marbling score um, grading system goes from BMS 10 to BMS 12, which is translated in the Japanese scale to A5. So anything that's between BMS with uh, anything that has a, a marbling score of 10 to 12, that's basically an A5 on the Japanese grading grade Okay. Scale. However, the... You will experience different. Uh, uh, you will have a different experience based on on the marbling score, and depending on the steak as well. So let's say that you're having a ribeye that has a marbling score of five to six, compared to a, a ribeye that's BMS um, ten to twelve. What you're gonna find is the six to seven. It's gonna have a um, a beefier taste to it. It's still gonna have a melting sensation, whatever. But the BMS ten to twelve, the A five, is literally steak butter. It melts in your mouth. It's a different experience. It's rare, but it also has. It, it also brings. Um, I would say 
a different palette to whatever it is that you're doing. In fact, you shouldn't even grill these A5 steaks because they're so fatty that once you put them in a grill, um, the fat will, will run down and basically just flames will be up and most likely you'll burn the steak. So you, you want to use like a cast iron skillet or something like that. Um, and again, I think for, for the price and the experience, I, I don't think I've ever met anybody that has A5 every day because it's, it's, it's just so rich. Yeah. Um, and, and if you want to try it, usually you get a 10 ounce steak, uh, four or five friends and everybody grabs a piece. One to two ounces is what I say. It's something comfortable and good. Um, but yeah, that's, that's in a nutshell, you know, what, what you will find when, when you're referring to BMS. And if you go to a restaurant and they say, yeah, we sell Kobe and we sell Kobe beef, whatever. If they don't tell you what the BMS is, you really don't know what you're buying, which yeah. is exactly what we do on the contrary. We, we try to be very educational in that sense because we want customers to experience and, and have fun with it and obviously find what their grading system or what the grading, where in the grading system they like to be. Oh, fantastic. Fantastic. Yeah, because, um, you know, you, you, you folks were generous to, uh, to send me a box with, with, some, with some different cuts, which um, I, ha- I have actually have, I'm planning on getting into this weekend, but I, absolu- oh. I absolutely dodged the bullet because I, I, whoever I was speaking to with, through Instagram, I was, they're like, oh, we're going to ship it out, no problem. I'm like, hold, hold on. I'm heading to Texas for two weeks. I'll be back the first week in October. And they're like, okay, we'll we'll send it out October sixth, and it'll get there once you're back. Fantastic. <laughs> so we're in, I don't know, Virginia, and I get the email that says the package is out for delivery. I'm like, oh, oh god, no! <laughs> but lucky enough, my wife was able to get in touch with my neighbor, and oh, who knew how to get into my house. So <laughs> we saved all that beautiful goodness. All right. But <laughs> well, so, yeah. But uh, on the on the shipping aspect, that can get a little dicey. Yeah. You know, I, I've heard absolute horror stories. Um, one in particular from my friend Mark Lambert from uh, Sweet Swine of Mine out of Hernando, Mississippi. He had ordered... Uh, some a wagyu, a wagyu brisket, yeah. and it, it was on the UPS truck. And obviously, down in Mississippi at the beginning of the summer, you got some pretty high temperatures going on there. So it had gotten missorted, so it was backed off like a day or two. Mm. So you had a wagyu brisket sitting in a well over a hundred degree UPS trailer. So, so it was cooking in the. It truck. was cooking in the truck, but not <laughs> oh, in the way God. you wanted to. But yeah, that the, they dropped it off. They actually delivered it. Yeah. <laughs> I guess they had to. But mm-hmm. he goes, as soon as I got out of the car, all I got was the smell, <laughs> <laughs> you know, and whoop, straight to the dumpster, and it was. And he goes, I had to he had to get another one, but. What are some of the logistics that you guys have to go through in shipping? I know that you guys had said, you know, sent with it, um, you know, a list of things that not to worry about, that 
if the meat had thawed but is still cold, that you guys had them vacuum sealed, that you can still put them right back into the freezer as long as it was still cold. Mm-hmm. You know what are what are some of the some of the things you guys run into with shipping? So the first thing is we we use vacuum seal packages, and I believe we might be the only or one of a handful of companies that are that are actually working with fresh inventory. So in the meat business, basically what happens is some companies might stock up during the slow months and then freeze the inventory and sell it throughout the year. It, it can happen. I, 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 I don't know. I don't want to name names, but it is something that that uh, that could happen. Um, we don't do that. We actually work with fresh, fresh inventory, and we maintain a lean, lean inventory that allows us to sell and, and and send sort of you know a fresh product to customers. Before we ship, we flash freeze every single item that we sell. So customers, it, it's better um, for the for the products to be maintained during transit, and then. Um, we use dry ice, we use special boxes. Uh, we figure out different techniques on how things can be better stored while in transit. So that side of the, of the, of, of, of things, our internal, I guess, process, it's something that we, when I say perfection in the past, you know, 18, 22 months. Uh, the challenge is obviously where it's going and, and the, the, the seasonality, right? Summer is, summer is a pain. Um, yeah. And so, one of the things that, that we we've done from the from the get go is work with uh, shipping carriers very closely. So one of our my business partners actually worked uh, at UPS for a while, so he's he's actually had extremely good in, um, insights. And so we know how they operate, and we know what what are the things we can do and things that we cannot do. So. Um, our shipping rates are based obviously on, on your location, not the same to ship to New York than to ship to California mm-hmm. shipping out of Florida. Um, so the rates are going to be more expensive if we're going to the West Coast. Um, and, and the idea behind what we want to do next is obviously improve, improve that because uh, at some point we have to open some sort of facility in the Midwest or, um, or closer to the West Coast. Um, but what we what we aim to do is um, to have packages in transit for no more than three days. Three days, we've, 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 uh, we've, we've worked with our technique to make sure that at least four to five days, things can be steady and work um, and be delivered perfectly. Um, most of the times, cuts can arrive uh, not completely frozen. Um, and that's one of the benefits of, of, of using um, vacuum seal, because you can still, you can actually freeze if, if the cut is not completely frozen you can still freeze it again um and then nothing's going to happen to it uh the standard for the chiropract or, or the vacuum seal says that you can store this for months um and so that that side that side of things is it's an educational side of, of of the business because customers are like hey it's partially frozen what do i do do i have to consume it in 24 hours so we actually are very proactive um, with flyers and instructions when customers receive their orders on, you know, hey, if it's partially frozen, no worries. You can still freeze it. If you have any problems, let us know. Um, and if they, if they do have a problem, there's a flyer where we say, hey, we'll take care of you. Just let's document and make sure that everything's fine. Because it does happen. You're right, Johnny. Like, if, if anything happens to UPS, which is usually a broken truck or a plane got delayed, whatever it is, yeah. and, the, and the item is in, is in transit for more than three or four or five days, 
um, then you, you can run into issues. The other thing is that we, we do aim to ship from Monday to Thursday. Um, and whenever there's, we, we do work very closely on a, on a, on a zip code level for Saturday delivery, because not, not all of shipping carriers are working on uh, during the weekend or their, their coverage is not full. So what we try to avoid is running any risks of customers getting their order, um, you know, possibly deliver over the weekend and then they don't get it until Monday. And that's, that's another risk. Yeah. So um, obviously it all gets better <laughs> during, the, during the winter. Um, but yes, the summer is, is challenging. I can tell you that um, this year we looked at uh, less than 3% of uh, problems, uh, fortunately. Oh, wow. But again, it's, it's, it's that sort of knowledge of making sure that, you know, we're not, we're not doing any, we're not doing any shipments on, on Thursdays that we know are not going to arrive over the weekend yeah. and, and, you know, not playing any risk and making sure that our processes are in place. Our team is, is, is instructed and they know exactly how to ship things um, so that our customers can have, have their order in place. Oh, fantastic. Fantastic. Let's see what we got here. Well, there's Mrs. Mags. Chris Rosinski, what's up, brother? Big Rome is in the house. Brother Alton, the dog father himself, making fun of my accent. Yes, I did say marbling. That's right. He says M-A-W-B-O-L-I-N-G. That wasn't the right space. It's more like M-A-H, right? Marbling. My Texas boys, they're still learning how to spell my language. <laughs> they're they're understanding my language. Well, that's but they, enough for they, now. That's it. The spelling is it's all right. <laughs> Mr. Clarence Joseph's in the house. What's up, Crawd Daddy? Chris, what's happening? Randy Salinas, Uncle Steve, what's going on? Um, actually, Chapin has a great question. Um, with coming out of Miami, obviously. What happens with, um, you know, some of the orders you might ship out? Obviously, the hurricane season is upon us hmm. down that way. You know, if you have a storm coming in, you know, do you kind of reach out to the customer and say, hey, we're going to try, but with the, with the hurricane coming, you know, it could really mess things up. You know, how do you, how do you approach that? So, and, and then that is true. I mean, we just had a hurricane that impacted the West coast of the Florida West coast and it was, it was massive. And we do have a big clientele on that side of the fence. Um, it did affect some operations for shipping carriers. And they, and essentially what we do is obviously we assess the situation as they come and we do communicate with customers, obviously uh, for the, uh, for some of the customers, some of the orders that we had that week, um, we were very proactive with our customers, letting them know, hey, we're not shipping this, your order this week. And we might hold on to it because we don't know what the status is. So, I mean, we pride ourselves ourselves on having a, a great customer service uh, support, you know, specifically because of this, right? Like the idea is we don't know if anybody had a major issue with their home and, and, and you know, they might not even be able to have their order um, the, the look, yeah. the, the, maybe their kitchen, something happened with the kitchen, they have no water, who knows? So fortunately enough, uh, most of our customers were okay. Um, we have an amazing customer that loves to do um, a lot of community events. And we actually partnered up a little bit with her um, because she was, she was doing, she was cooking for first responders 
in Fort Myers. Um, and actually, we spoke last week, um, and she's getting her order delivered this week uh, because they still had some trouble um, getting things in place last week. But she was expecting by this week it will be good, and I and I heard that things were great. So fortunately, you know, there's going to be some some. She 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 bought a bunch of work bots from us. Uh, so so there's going to be some happy people having some um, work bot, uh, small work bot at some point this week. Um, well deserved. So again, it, it's a process of making sure that our customer services uh, team is in, is in place. We we obviously know all these orders are going to be shipping out to these affected areas, and and you know we, we we proactively have a conversation with the customer, and if they even if they want to cancel, we completely understand and we'll cancel the order. But for the most part, um, in this case, we didn't have major issues. Um, I I you know I think as of last week. Um, Routes to Tampa and Fort Myers were were resumed, not fully, but to, to Tampa completely re, uh, resumed. But Fort Myers um, still a work in progress. Uh, customers that were affected uh, were not a lot of. I mean, I was I was very fortunate to see that not a lot of them had had major issues and and their orders were properly delivered the following week. Uh, but yeah, I mean, if it comes down to hurricane season and all this, our facilities uh, can support hurricanes and everything. But yes, it, it, it would obviously. Uh, or most likely can affect our shipping times. Um, but yeah, I think at that point, it's, it's all about customer service and being proactive with our customers. Nice, nice. Um, now, can, as far as, as far as like ordering the cuts, we'll, we'll stick with, with, with uh, the basic ribeye. Um, do you guys, do you guys cut like online orders? Do you, like, can you cut to order? So I want a, you know, I want a two-inch thick ribeye. You, you know what I mean by that. So most of our most of our cuts have a uh, takeout standard. They are over an inch and a half, or you know, for those cuts, like boneless ribeyes are obviously not as thick, but bone in are are, are massive. Our tomahawks are all definitely yeah. over two inches or close to two inches, and our porter houses um are as well so the idea behind it is you know they are they are um trimmed and the and and, and customers you know are going to receive a product that's fully trimmed ready to go that sort of thing um we can make custom orders like we've had customers that have um they wanted to have a, a, a tomahawks dry age for 100 days so we just leave them in our dry age room for a little bit longer we do we do 60 days normally um we've had customers that want uh, New York strip that's two inches stacked. Um, we do need a, a couple of days um, to process because basically we've standardized as an e-commerce business. We do have to standardize our cuts. So the idea behind it is, you want a ribeye, you know, we have our spec. You're gonna receive it. You can order it every Monday, and by Wednesday, we want it on Wednesday. It will be delivered, and you get the exact same product. Obviously, not two cows are the same. They may have some differences, but in terms of the quality, the consistency, it will be there. If you want that ribeye to be more like bigger in thickness or whatever it is that you want, give it a couple of uh, of days and we'll, we'll, we can make that custom order for you. Perfect, perfect. So also going through uh, the website, the one thing that definitely caught my mind, my eye, and is going to definitely pique the interest of some of the folks in this particular chat today, I know for sure, is you have a whole line of wild game. 
of cuts such as, I know Daddy Dutch is going to love this one, you have an elk rib pack. It so French, French cut, nice. beautiful. You know, elk meat is tremendous. Johnny, you got a smoker, right? <coughs> yeah, you can say that. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> when are you making these elk ribs? Oh, <laughs> they're, they're going to be on the list, but there's, there's a certain lady in this chat that's going to pump the brakes for me for a minute. <laughs> right. Oh, now, we just now, got back from Texas. Now, now you got a smoker and can't afford any meat. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but I, you know, that's, that, that was one of your selection, but you also had alligator tenderloin. Venison filet mignons, kangaroo burgers. Ooh, yep. You know, and I know you had a whole, uh, also had a whole array of different wild game sausages. Now, how, what is the process of getting that meat? You know, because that's not the regular, you know, cattle farm. Well, I, I know down in Florida they have the alligator farms, you know, mm-hmm. but. You know, as far as like like the elk or the kangaroo, for that matter, you know what goes into to getting your hands on that. Um, so it's it's been a work in progress. We 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 started to add game meat about close to three years ago, and and the reality behind sourcing those meats is, you know, obviously there's definitely a variety of game out there, and I think the what customers are looking for, as you know, from, from our perspective is some of them want to try it. Some of them want just to get something that they don't have to hunt or they might not be in season, whatever it is. And, and they're very like knowledgeable as far as game goes. So we've worked with several farms and programs. Most of them are in the U.S. for the game. Um, 100% of all of them are animals that are most likely in, in private farms uh but running in the wild so we allow the idea behind it is you know you still get that gamey sense of it um but yes it, it is there's 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 um i don't want to say it's a control environment because the, the animals are eating whatever it is that they're, they're there but they're yeah. coming from 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 private resources um that are obviously usda inspected where we're, we're able to ship um you know from state to state whatever it is that's needed um, it's been, as I said, it's been a, a work in progress. Some of them are, are in the Midwest. Some of them are in the East Coast. Um, and, and um, you know, as of now, in terms of, you know, getting access to them, we, 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 have, we have them available. And uh, it's, been, it's been a great uh, supply chain so far. Yeah. Customers are able to get their elk rip racks every week. And, 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 you know, we're happy with them. I can tell you, I've tasted it. It's amazing. Our elk filet mignon are phenomenal. I'm not. Mm-hmm. I'm not really a game guy, but to be honest, I started trying them, and, and they're just. I mean, amazing. Oh yeah. Uh, bison, bison ribeye. It's, it's a must as well. So oh, those, sure. those ones, I would say. Yeah, because I know. Um, like I said, I was just in town in Texas, getting my new smoker, and we were going from Houston to Austin. And we saw a lot, a lot of the farms. You know, I, mm-hmm. I was with one of my sponsors, Uncle Steve. He was leading the way, so he'd call on the fo- phone. <laughs> hey, we're coming up on this place. Look to the left. This guy has this farm that raises, uh, you know, bison. And you, you just uh-huh. come up on it, and there was 
there were hundreds of head of bison. So you went basically went by the, the a, a bison farm, hmm. you know, and it, mm-hmm. it was it was just wild to see. And like you were saying, that they're they're in, they're enclosed, but they're free roaming. You know, there there was you know trees, and they yeah. were eating the grass and, and and everything. Free range, I think, was is the word I'm looking for. But yeah. you know, it, it it was just wild to see it. Then I saw on the on the website. The mm-hmm. wild game section, I'm like, oh, that's oh, right boy. up my alley. <laughs> you know, because I am a huge fan of Gator. Mm-hmm. It is delicious. <laughs> Many different ways. <laughs> but but yeah, oh so so that 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 that's cool that it's it's rather or has at least has become uh, a lot easier for you guys to to come across that have that in stock. You know, yeah. but oh, it, it, it's not simple or easy. And again, it, it, it comes down to a supply chain, making sure that this 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 um, suppliers are you know are, are honest farmers and 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 making sure that the consistency is there, right? Like you can can sell a product that's going to change week over week. There there will be differences, but but as far as the quality goes, the practices that they use are consistent, and we can offer the customer something that they can rely on. I mean, yeah. if you like a steak so much that you want to have it every week, that's exactly what meat and bone is for. We want, we want, we want your your experience to be great, or even greater, order over order. Um, and, and in game, obviously, you you have less room to to I want to say manipulate because again, they're still running in the wild. They're private farms and private um, properties. Uh, but yes, it, it, that's the goal. I would say. Yeah. Now, obviously, we've been talking a lot about the, the the online presence, but your 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 brick and mortar stores the, the, themselves are absolutely gorgeous. You know the, yeah. the pictures I've seen. You guys did a lot of, like designing. It's it's very welcoming. Huh. That you know it, it's not your you know the the pictures I've seen. You know a lot of, a lot of dark wood. You know, you're not just walking into the tile everywhere where you can just run the mop and you're done. No. You know, it, it, it's very, it's very, you know, a high, a high end look to it. Now, Johnny, Chef Charlie and I are going to Miami in December. Does this need to be on the agenda? Oh, Go I see the store. I would, I would say you, you and, Char- and if you're Charlie, going with Charlie yeah. you definitely, definitely go and check these out. But you know, you, by by everything I I could see, and like I said, by the way, Jonathan Carney, uh, you know, speaks so highly of you guys. You guys take pride in everything you do. You you dot all the i's, cross all the t's on all aspects of it. And you know the how you were explaining the delivery process and everything, you know, yeah. guys, you want to check them out, check so, them out. So, can I get you to pack up a carry-on order for me that I can bring back with yeah. me? Oh, you, you'll be surprised; it happens all, all the, the time. time. <laughs> There's a lot of people that say, "Hey, can you put this in here?" And and I'm traveling. Listen, the craziest story has was this lady that was going to India. And she wanted like 25 filet mignons. <laughs> and we packed, we packed this all. And, and she was going, she was going to stop in London and then go all the way to like New Delhi or something like that. 
And I remember I emailed her because I was like, oh, my God, I, I, I hope this arrived good. And it was, she was like, look, it was in perfect shape. I was, I, was, uh, I was on the road for two days, you know, a day and a half or so. And, and she enjoyed, you know, meet and bone in India. I mean, probably That's the craziest awesome. thing, bro. <laughs> that is um, awesome. And, and if you guys come down to Miami, um, I mean, we have, we have three boutiques. There's one in Parkland, uh, you know, a little bit about 40, 50 minutes from Miami. Uh, but the Miami shops where, where we have our offices, um, we actually have a restaurant. It's called the Wagyu Bar. Mm. And, and it's precisely that. We, we wanted to offer a bunch of Wagyu without, you know, being fancy. It's a, it's a casual steakhouse. Uh, we wanted to focus on the food, not so much on the smoke and mirrors. Yep. So if you want to come and have some really good steaks, uh, it's just, you know, probably 10 feet away from, from our shop. So, so most of the people go to the restaurant and they, we tell them about the shop and then they walk in and they, they're like, oh, my God, it's exactly that. I wasn't expecting this. Um, or vice versa, they can come to the shop and they're like, oh my God, I'm hungry. I'm just going to have, you know, a sandwich. And, uh, we've had some popular products. Like we have this dry H Wagyu roast beef sandwich. That's fire. Um, oh. so good <laughs> that we actually sell the roast beef, the dry H Wagyu roast beef on the side, vacuum sealed, sort of ready to go as well. Uh. All right, I'm interested. <laughs> he had me a roast beef sandwich. <laughs> Oh, that is awesome. So, Gabriel, yeah. where can everybody find you social media-wise, uh, website, web address, all that good stuff? Everything? Yeah. So, all things Meat and Bone. Uh, our website is meat, M-E-A-T, the letter N, bone, B-O-N-E, dot com. And then our social media, you just search for Meat and Bone, M-E-A-T, N, uh, B-O-N-E, um, and you'll find us. And we've got the links in the show notes. Perfect. Awesome. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Well, Gabriel, <laughs> thank you so much for taking the time. You know, uh, you know, you know, thank you for Jonathan Connie when you're listening to this. You know, I owe you, brother. We'll, 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 we'll have, next time you're up, we'll have a nice cigar and a, I'll, I'll bring the bottle of Stag Leap and we'll, we'll have a day for, a night for ourselves. Uh, but Gabriel, again, thank you so much. Um, it was a pleasure talking with you. Um, it was awesome. If you ever have anything new coming on, going on there, you know, we got, we got each other's contacts now. So just, you know, just, just hit, just hit me up. We'll, we'll get you on again for sure. Uh, I can't wait till this weekend to, to dig in to the cuts you guys so graciously sent me. Uh, <laughs> they look fantastic. Man, they, they, they look like you can eat them, but they're frozen. It, it's just it did just the packaging is beautiful. Huh. Each package is labeled clear as can be. The meat and bone emblem with exactly what cut, nice. the weight, the grade, the whole nine. The you know it's got it all. They got it all. They got it all. So <laughs> great, awesome, sir. Thank you so much. And uh, just hang on one second, and I'll uh, I'll jump right back in with you. Sounds like a plan. Thank you, guys. Awesome. Yeah, Ed, you, you, and, you and Chef Charlie definitely got to stop there on your way. Oh, we'll be going there. <laughs> I'll, I'll tell him to watch this, and then he's going to want in. Oh, and, and definitely, and then definitely drop an drop a, uh, email to Mr. Connie. I will. To let him know when you're going to be there, because I'm, <laughs> I'm sure he'll be able, he'll fit you guys in the schedule. A very entertaining gentleman. That is for <laughs> sure. 
<laughs> we, we I gotta have him on again. Just figure out when he's gonna be back in town. We we have not not on a bone ourselves for a while, <laughs> which I know that's always great listening. But but that's it for this week, folks. We'd like to thank you all for joining us. Catch the audio wherever podcasts are found. Catch the video on Facebook and YouTube. On YouTube, hit that subscribe button and notification bell. You'll have all the episodes right there at your fingertips. On social media, find us at all the links down below. Questions and comments, please send them to pitlifebbqpodcast at gmail.com. And like always, subscribe, like, rate, and review. Hit that share button. Uh, Not exactly sure what's going on next week. I got a couple... um, I talked to a couple heavy hitters today, and they're going to look at their schedules, you know, because th- November's coming up, and we all know how I run Christmas around here. Oh, yeah. So I'm going to have a busy November. But, um, but yeah, we got a couple names, but I know C-Mac is just fresh off his Egg Fest trip along the East Coast himself, so we, uh, we might have him in next week. And, uh, and talk about that wonderful experience. But uh, thank you all for tuning in. And until next week, keep the smoke rolling. The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.